0: We are Flake Rose and Spears, and we are Supremely Black. How y'all doing this week, fellas? Doing good, can't complain, man.
1: Just battling, you know what I'm saying, these little ice storms, ain't getting no snow, but straight up ice storms out here for sure. But, uh, you know, everybody in the house chilling, you know, spending little family time since ain't nobody going nowhere. But everything's all good, can't complain. Yeah, everything's straight down here in Houston, man. It's
2: just cold is uh you know Houston cold. Let me say that it ain't freezing. It ain't getting what Dallas got. It, it definitely ain't getting what uh what parts of Tennessee get. so we straight. just a little bundle up, probably put the little heat on a little bit, but uh it ain't the cold fifty two degrees like, <laughs> uh making grilled cheese and chili and shit. Like it ain't that cold, man. But uh yeah, it's straight man. Like I said, you know everybody here, so you can't you can't really complain about that, man. Uh so, you know. Everything straight. Everything good on your
0: end? Uh, it's cold. Roads icy up here in Dallas, so uh, I ain't been to work the past two nights because they canceled it and everything because the weather and everything. But outside of that, everything's good. You know, uh, you got to make it do what it do. And so I'm just blessed to to be alive, to be safe, to to have heat and uh a roof over my head. I I I send my condolences and prayers out to the people who are less fortunate and have to live under a bridge or uh find a find a way to try to stay warm or whatnot out there freezing. So uh send my love and condolences out to y'all because you know my my blessings ain't somebody else's blessings and somebody else just blessed to have a cover over they over their body at night. So or or to be able to find a bridge to be under. So uh I gotta be mindful of that. So outside of that everything's good.
2: Yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's definitely a way to look at it, man. Oh, uh, I seen it Did it hit San Antonio today. They were saying it was like some little power out from the storm. But it kind of I guess it just skipped over Houston this time. So uh I kind of find that weird, but you know, that's just how the weather plays sometimes. But uh with the weather up there, so like when is it gonna be above freezing though for Dallas?
0: Uh I believe let me let me check because I had checked earlier, so I don't know if it's tomorrow, or if it's actually uh, Thursday. Yeah, because boy, let me tell you something. Uh, like
2: being down here in Tennessee, bro. I mean, being in Texas, them folks don't know how to do nothing with no cold weather, <laughs> bro. They don't know how to do nothing. I thought Tennessee was bad. Oh no, no,
0: sir, it's actually Thursday. So tomorrow's the high of thirty-one, but Thursday is getting up to thirty-eight, and then after that. We jumped to 49, 56, 60s, and all of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, so we got a couple more days of this of this chilly cold weather. After that, we'll, we'll be good.
2: Yeah, so Friday, y'all should be able to move around a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what's up. But uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump into uh this week's conversation. So this week's conversation is a continuation of the Tyree Nichols uh, discussion that we talked about last week. And the reason being is because – there have been new uh new, I don't know if you want to call it, uh I don't even know the right word to call it because because of what it is, but but new information to the table, uh new things that have presented themselves uh when it comes to the Tyree Nichols case and them five uh them five men. I'm gonna call them man. I'm I'm not gonna be disrespectful. I'm trying not to be disrespectful in my older age as I'm getting 36 or whatever mm-hmm. and and uh giving respect to to all people. So uh I'm turning a new leaf, you know, new year, new me. So I'm gonna try this, but uh yeah, so them them five men or whatnot. So there's been new uh information that's been presented. Some we are still trying to figure out. What is rumors and what is truth? Uh, you're hearing a lot of things, you're hearing some things are not true, you're hearing some things are true, but there has been information presented that uh sheds a light on to some of the some of the dealings and the news that has transpired. The video has been shared. When we first did our first episode, the video wasn't shared yet. And so we have been able to uh see the video to in just the video to car. Try to carp. I can't even say carpent. Uh. I can't even Department speak. Yeah, carp.
2: Department <laughs> <line>. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's too, too uh, easy.
2: Yeah, you, you got this flake itis over. there, man. put
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the glasses so on. He try to be Ti. Try to. You know, I, he try to be and shit over oh, messing up words.
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, and so trying to understand uh, everything that's happened. So we're just going to discuss uh, our thoughts and how we feel about after seeing the video, some of the news that has been shared, some of the actions that have been taken, whether we call it swiftly or we call it uh, justly, and this is just how fast every... Every situation like this should move, but because it's us, it's moving a little faster. So, we're just going to discuss those things. So, uh, fellas, I want to ask y'all first and foremost, uh, if you did watch the video, uh, what were your thoughts of it? If you didn't watch the video, I understand because, shoot, uh, for us, watching videos like this is a form of uh, trauma. It is a form of... uh, Of... uh, putting yourself through some shit that you shouldn't just have to put yourself through as a, as a, as a human, but at, uh, as a black person in general, uh, we're seeing stories like this, or we have seen stories like this happen far too many times. And so to keep uh, regurgitating the same things with just a different name is a form of uh I guess I would say insanity. So if you didn't watch the video, I'm not mad at you because I I could totally understand. But if you did watch the video, what are your thoughts on it? How do you feel? What do you think? uh, Has anything differed from your original thoughts? Has anything uh, became more concrete and absolute for you uh, with the new uh, information that has been presented? Just let me know what you're thinking and how you're feeling right now, fellas.
1: I will go first because I I did not watch the the video in its entirety. I did watch the first I did watch the first part of it. Uh, on that first part where they had stopped him and then tried to tase him and then he took off on him. Uh, I did watch that one once I seen that portion and and he took off on him. I said, oh, so in my mind during that time before this additional information came about, I said, oh, so that was the reason for the beat. Y'all couldn't catch him. So y'all mad because y'all got to run and actually do some work, work tonight. and Y'all want to beat up on somebody. Um, The second portion of it, I just watched maybe 10 seconds of it. I, I didn't want to watch the entire thing. One thing I don't want to do is get used to using this this internet to be watching people lose their life. You know what I mean? So I just watched part of it to get a little piece of it. When I see stuff like that, it kind of sit in my mind. I know for me, I can't speak for everybody else. It kind of sit, it kind of weighs on me and sit on my mind for a while. Um, so I didn't, I didn't want that to be the case in this situation. So I, I've heard a description of it. Like I said, I watched the first part of it. I watched a little bit of the second part of where he was getting beat up, but it was, I think I saw the kick in the camera being out and I seen some punches. And then after that, I, I pretty much turned it off. Um, my mind didn't change from last week on my thoughts. Um I'm a little bit more angry as other information that came out that we discussed discuss uh a little bit later on. They even made me more angry once all the other stuff started coming uh to light. Uh but I did make the decision not to watch it. Uh spirits was being nice and you know, called them in. I still say there's some, some bitch ass niggas. Uh so I'm gonna leave it there. Um I am well we'll talk about other stuff, the, the EMTs and all the other stuff as we go on. D Rose, go ahead.
0: I will say two things can be true. They are what you call them, but they're still men at the same time, so.
1: Good, man. Ho-ass. <laughs> uh, put ho-ass in front of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh. Uh, uh, Rise of power uh, to Tyreek Nichols, and, you know, my continuous prayers goes to his family, the city of Memphis, you know, just worldwide for the young kids that that viewed it I did watch all five of the videos in its entirety from the ones that didn't have any uh, sound that were caught by the the lo- local like local little police Then they put up on the little pole and caught everything. So, you uh, know, I was wondering, you know, after the first, you know, the initial stop, they pulled him out of the car. We heard the aggressiveness in regards to how they approached it. So it was escalated off the immediate stop Pulled him out of the car. I just think, you know, my original thoughts was this did not seem like, um, I wouldn't have got out of the car. It didn't seem like there was any professionalism. Uh, It didn't, it honestly, you didn't even have to know that what the outcome was to see where it was headed just based off of the aggression of it. Uh, And it was just disheartening because like I said, like just to hear them talking, the way they was addressing the situation, how they talked about what they were doing, and we'll get into it, but my thoughts are just it it I can't say it it hurt even worse because like Flake said, once you have seen it so many times, you're really just looking at it and uh that's unfortunate because I I must admit, you almost numb to it and you just watching it just to see exactly of what transpired. You know, they compared it to Rodney King, of course Rodney King was beat longer, but he was left longer. You know, that was a long time. If you've seen uh, from that last video clip and it was maybe 20, almost 30 minutes to where he just sat there with nobody doing anything, but sitting around talking. And like they had said, it just looked like some, some street cats that had just got through handling some business and waiting on somebody to come back through and revenge what happened or whatever you wouldn't have thought it was anybody on the entire scene that was professional at all. So that was my thoughts. It was just to see it and hear it and see how it transpired uh, was more distasteful than just hearing and knowing of what occurred and knowing what that family could be going through. Because a lot of times we try to put ourselves in in our shoes and what should have been done or what could have been done. We've seen what it was. So sometimes it's hard to watch a video, but I don't want to make speculation. And I don't want to say if that was me, uh, you have to still think that that's a mother and a father and a family that's mourning the loss of their significant other, you know, based off of and a loved one based off of just the mishandling of the police. And that's just what we've seen time after time. So that's that's just my thoughts before we you know expound on different topics.
0: Uh for me, I can't even compartmentalize the the pain the uh, anguish, the despair that Tyree was in, like because I, I watched the video. So uh, from the breakdown of everything, it was like a twenty-two minute, thirty-minute video from uh, everything that transpired that was caught on camera, and I watched the whole thing. And to, for him to be that close to his to his mother calling out for her name, you know, saying mama and screaming out for her. And for him to basically, we, we know he lost his life in the hospital, but for him to basically lose his life feet yards away from his mother it brings a uh uh a feeling that's what i'll say it brings a feeling uh, some of rage some of anger some of just desperation and sadness and uh fear and and the thing is as a as a man and depending on your spiritual belief, you're really told not to fear nothing, but it's hard not to be fearful of, is this gonna be the last day that you live when you step out your, your four walls of your home every day as a black man in America. And as we stated before, and we'll state again, we don't only have to fear racism, systemic oppression or systemic injustices or uh, radicalism or things of that nature, we have to fear our own people at times. We have to fear the very people who share our melanin, who come up through some of the circumstances and situations that we do, who have some of the same experiences as us. We have to fear for our lives because we don't know if the Jack boy is out to get us or if the blue badge is out to get us. And that is one of the things that causes a turmoil and a unrest in my spirit as a black man in America. So, uh, to see, to go back to what you said, Rose, about just from the jump, and you hear the vernacular and the vocabulary that is being used with uh, Mr. Nichols when he is first uh, pulled out of his vehicle, you can already tell what type of time they was on. And, and you already know kind of where things could have been headed and where they were headed. Because if you don't have a respect for another man, not to call him a bitch-ass nigga, if you don't have another respect for a man who is cooperating, because I can understand in the heat of the moment if somebody coming at you with a certain type of uh energy But Tyree was not coming at them with no any any type of energy or animosity. But when you tell "Nah, shut up, bitch ass nigga, get your bitch ass on the ground and all this other stuff like you already know what type of energy or where your mind at and what you own. And then to make excuses or to make a a way out, because I guess. Once adrenaline and die down, you realize you got your body camera on and all this other stuff. So in camera, you try to say, Oh, he reached for my gun. Oh, he was on something. Oh, he's strong as hell. Like he gotta be on something. Like he's strong. You making excuses. You you, you try you you're trying to set up your 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 uh your get out of jail free card type stuff, and you 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 trying to make a amends for your actions but there ain't no amends for your actions because at the end of the day if he was on drugs that still wasn't called for if he did reach for your gun that still wasn't called for but if he did why didn't none of y'all pull out y'all guns and tell him like let him know how severe this moment was getting because y'all felt truly in fear for your life If he did, if he was a strong black man, he's just a strong black man. What that got to do with you? Y'all, it was five on one. Y'all had him on the ground. He was clearly outmanned and outnumbered no matter his strength. So again, none of that was necessary or called for. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really unsettled in my spirit right now because of the gravity of everything that was shown, but then also because these are supposed to be our 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 kin folk. But as we always say, all skin folk ain't your kin folk. But that's what we're striving to be, and we're just not there yet. So, fellas, y'all, y'all can take it to wherever y'all want to. I'm just really, I'm, I'm just hurt right now. I'm hurt, and to, to raise two black men, and in, in this country, and a, and a black young woman. I, I'm on a different, a different. Mindset now than I've ever been, and and I've always been in, I wouldn't say in fear, but in and in a hope that my kids always make it home safely, nothing happens to them or whatever. But but now it's become a a semi fear, a semi level of fear that I have, and and, and that's dangerous.
2: Yeah, and um, I can I can definitely get where you're coming from because you know I got. Three nephews, um, got God sons, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely different. I would, you know, and I get where you're coming from. You you really, you know, I was talking to a few people. I just, you know, I don't, I can't, I just, I'm not built that way to move in fear in regards to anything. Um, because at the end of the day, I feel like it's just going to be between whatever God has planned anyway, That's how it's going to pan out. I just hope that if there is an instance to where it, anything transpires that my people just represent the way they should, and that's really just how I look at it. I pray and I go about my day, uh, but a lot of things that I've heard people you know, t- talk about is he shouldn't have resisted, he shouldn't have ran. Uh, don't even like to use people's names, but I would have to speak of this segment of Jason Whitlock. It came on uh, to Fox, and he spoke about that this is what happens when you're raised by a single Black mother, and you know, the police chief is a black, single black mother, you know, just bra- blaming black women in regards to what's going on. Uh, I would have to strongly disagree. I was raised by a black woman now. Uh, the Unfortunately, and also he, maybe he should be uh, more knowledgeable of what he's speaking about. Tyreek, Tyreek mom is not single. Uh, his father is very present. You can see him in the interviews. Also the police chief is married. She has raised her kids and her son, her, her Husband is actually an ex-police uh, police officer as well. So both of those ladies that he spoke about is incorrect. And I think he just got on Fox and made an ass of himself because just to try to put it on black women. Uh, don't get me wrong. Now, having a father present does help in regards to the discipline. Before you to use that moment instead of just saying, hey, this is what's going on. You tell me what you're going to do. If somebody randomly blocks your car in. Who is your ass at the car and tell you they're going to blow your ass off? You tell me you're going to sit there and just wait for them to do it or you're going to run? And I just how I look at that. So anybody saying, yeah, you should comply, comply to what? Nobody is allowing people just to run up on them and just grab them. Yes, you're going to try to fight a, for another day, but, at the, but that type of aggression is way different from, hey, you're under arrest. I may accept that more than you. Telling me you're going to blow my ass off. You tase me. You are are already aggressive. Jake me out the car. That's not a normal police stop. What happened to, can I see your license and registration? Can I get your ID? Who are you? Do you even have a gun? If he would have had one and blew them off, then now everybody's talking about he's this mad serial killer that's on the run. So it's all about how you approach the situation. So I just had to really speak about the Jason Wiglaw shit because you can't just use that moment to try to gaslight for the community that you want to support you. I can't ride with that one. Like, don't get me wrong. It's it's about the family and having a man and woman present. I completely understand where you're coming from in regards to that. Major salute. But to use that moment to try to shame two black women that happen to be Tyreek's mother, then the police chief, and be wrong, I can't ride with that, bro. Like, you got to be held accountable because you spewing ignorant shit. Like, that woman, the police chief is married, Tyreek's mother is, and father is right there very present. That has nothing to do with your single black woman plight that you're trying to push. I get you about family, but this ain't the time and opportunity. So for anybody to think that I think is ignorant and you should come with facts uh, in regards to that, because the active black fathers that are present, if you look at that, they would definitely show that they're more loving, they're more caring. And you will see that it, when they are present, it is perfect. But this was not the situation for you to try to use that. May want to do a little dive, deep diving before you get on national news and make an ass out yourself. And that's Jason Whitlock and anybody else that agree with that stupid shit. Honestly, I feel nah, like you can't.
0: Mute.
1: Uh,
0: Hold on, real quick, quick. Quick. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know we was gonna go there, but I'm gonna say this real quick and then I'm done.
1: Yeah.
0: And and I know I just said I was gonna be better, but that's a bitch ass fuck boy right there. That, that, that's that's a sorry ass nigga right there. And he a sorry ass nigga because.
1: Oh, what about being respectful and calling no, no. me? What? No, no. what no. happened? No. Oh, no. no. five minutes ago. Five minutes ago, you see, look how fast things changed,
2: change, change, boy. look how fast things
1: You yeah. try to be more respectful as your older age. Five yeah. minutes ago, now all of a sudden, yeah, you got it. Yeah, it, nigga. It, yeah, that's
2: it.
0: That was a glitch in the system, y'all. That's a glitch in the system. That's a real fuckboy there. And and the reason being is because there are so many Black women who hold it down single-handedly for their families, for Black culture, for Black man, for and raising young black boys and are doing a damn good job of it and for you to try to associate this incident with the plight the accomplishments the brilliance of single black women it was it was below below low down shit whatever that that was that was inhumane and i don't get how you could call yourself or you could look at yourself in the mirror and say that you and relate to a black woman come from a black woman and say the shit that you said uh the other day jason woodlock and and to be honest a microphone should be taken out your motherfucking mouth and you should not have the right to use one ever again. When you say some stupid ass, dumb ass fuck shit like that and I'm done.
2: But I just think like from when just looking at it, I, you know, he his a, a part of his agenda. I will say sometimes me and me and Flake have talked about it. Uh, and again, I don't even like to use his people's name to say no, clout chases, but there's times where he has made legit points that I can see where he's coming from. But the fact that pissed me off with this one specifically is that you were wrong in your overall data and you pride yourself on being someone that shoots straight from the hip, which we sometimes we need to hear, but you were wrong. Nobody's single. The, the black chief is not. She held a president. Them people were charged and fired all within... 19 days, bro. That's 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 the example that should be set, but you looked at it to point a finger at single black women that could be struggling. But in this particular case, it had nothing to do with Tyree at all. So what, what what was your point? That's my question. If you if this gets to you in Nashville, Tennessee, what was your point? Cause that those one facts, sir. And that's Flake. Never Go ahead, Flake.
1: I ain't gonna stand by this and let y'all color my boy like that. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? Like y'all know Y'all know we cool. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not yeah, to cover yeah. my boy like that. So I'm gonna yeah. make a correction on this. Now, he was staying, he was talking about the police chief and how she was raised. That's when that was who was raised by the single parent. From the clip that I see. She was raised. He said that the police chief was raised by a single mother. And that's the point he was going Now. Do I agree with that? Hell no, because I know plenty of people that was raised by single mothers that come out to be business owners that has master degrees. that has doctrine who have become uh, successful businessmen who has come successful police officers who have been, been great at what they do. I don't root that out. Now I'm, I'm playing when I say this, my boy. But that's how folks is acting, because they know I've been on the show. So and your boy out here acting What's up with you and your boy? What's your boy what you What you and your boy go with your boy out here showing that. Look, there's somebody I was on the show. We don't talk. I ain't talked to the man in a year and a half. There was some whole ass shit he was talking about. A little uh I think and the reason why he might might have a hatred for single black women is that he was raised by his single black father because his parents got divorced and he didn't stay with his mom. He stayed with his dad. So it might be a little bit of resentment there for black women. Now, I do, me and D. Rose and I and Jason Willock, we sat down and had come say some of the stuff I can't agree with. When I was on this show, and we talked before the show and after the show, Logan, some of that stuff I can't agree with with what he said. This right here, there's some off-the-wall shit, spirits, I agree with you after that statement right there. You should have a microphone and a camera taken out of your face. You just went on Fox News and just said whatever white folks wanted you to say. Well, what they wanted to hear. That's what you said.
0: Nobody ever
1: brings this up when a kid goes shoot up a church. When a white kid goes shoot up a church, when a white kid go ship to school, when a white kid take their Mustang and run over people, nobody brings up his parents' skills. It was just, oh, he's one-off. He's a brother child. He's this. He's that. This woman is running a police station. No matter how she was raised, she was raised by a single mother. She, Memphis is doing it right. Every police station should follow how Memphis is doing it. Within 19, 20 days, you fire it. Within, within another short amount of time after that, you are being charged. Oh, the m didn't do nothing? Oh, we going, we firing them too. Oh, we got one other person didn't do what they were supposed to do? Everybody who didn't do what they were supposed to do has been let go. It, they are doing it the way it's supposed to be done. Not, not Okay, y'all beat them up. We hit y'all with the criminal charges. Hold on, Mr. Taser, man. You didn't call and report this bullshit happened. Oh, we not... If you can't report this on somebody doing it incorrectly, we got to let you go to EMTs, You let this man sit here for 20, for 20, 30 minutes and you didn't give him any aid. Your job is to give aid. That is your job. Even if you were to, def- every fire person, some people like, well, no, nah, that was the fire department. Let you know this right now. Every person who works at the fire department at this day and time has to become an, M- an EMT. They are the first people on the scene and then you see the Emirates. So your job and the oath that you took that you was gonna provide for the public, no matter if the police station and the people who did the beating up, if that person needs aid, that is your job to give that person aid. You sat there, you looked at them, you didn't do anything, guess what? You gotta fucking go. Memphis is doing it right. They're not sitting here and doing like they did with Eric Gardner and here we are, we don't go to trial three years down the road. They're not doing it how we do all this other stuff. Uh where two and three years, a year later, now we finally going to try out. Now you finally get suspended once you finally let the video go. It's mighty funny that most police stations, when it's when they feel like they did the right thing, guess when the video released. We get that bitch within 72 hours. Oh, a police officer was killed, but they came at the police with a sword or they put a gun and pointed them. Now, when they doing the right thing, we get that video in 48 to 72 hours. Now when they out here fucking up. We got to wait a year later. What they're going to do is an investigation. It take that damn long? We see it on video. Why does it take a year for that to come out? Edit Memphis is doing it right so they can edit it and do whatever. And to be honest with you, what Memphis put out, they said it's more than that. We just, we just whatever the public can tolerate is what we sending out and what we we'll showing to y'all. But just how bad it was, we have edited some things out so the public don't have to see it. But what you're seeing is pretty damn bad already.
2: And and I don't even want to, and if you know anything about editing and if you could look at the young man, like I I, I don't even want to just create that graphic image, but if you could look at the videos and see when the, the light pole and then when they get back on the cop that actually had the, the last camera angle on him as EMT is sitting there with either like paperwork or something of that nature, you can tell that he looks completely different from when they had stopped the video and I'm pretty sure they had edited. It. And the last thing you seen was when they had pulled him up against. The police car was telling him to sit up. He looked gradually different. So I knew for a fact watching it live that there was edits because he went from just looking normal to it was drastic. And you could tell that he, was, he wasn't he was even conscious. <clears throat> so I'm gonna leave it at that because like I said, it's, that's that's terrible to even realize that, you know, that's his last moment. So. His family and everybody seeing him alive, but like when you think about just what I got from it, it wasn't the single mothers. It was just even though that, that was five black men, and for them to try to paint it out is, you know she wasn't doing the right thing, it's crazy that even though, regardless of the color, we're still saying, I oh, don't. That's because they were black. They moving so fast. And it's like, isn't that not, shouldn't you salute a black woman that if she was raised by a single, like, are you question? like, are you saluting her or what? Because what she's, and now she's she made the wrong judgment and took the side, I could see where you could make that point. Because, hey, she was raised that way, so she you may can't be- can't
1: make that point, you can't make that point if she made the wrong decision. There's too many single black mothers I had to raise so much greatness in this world. You can't, you can't put that at one point in time you are an adult, and you make your own decisions. You you can't even if she made yeah, the wrong decision, you can't even make yeah,
2: it. Yeah, but I, I guess I'm saying from a, she's trying to sympathize or over sympathize and seeing that these are five young black men, and I can see maybe just she, this is what happened, and you're judging it, and then you're finding the final little holes. But she didn't, so it's like I, I didn't get the point. But the the back to the point is like what I see in this whole issue is that again, like before we even seen the video and we dropped the one last week is that it's just a lack of respect that we have amongst each other and that just doesn't change. So honestly speaking, the only difference visually is that what caught everyone's attention was that you've seen the five police officers, but when you and look at the regular mug shots, that's typically what you would see in everyday cities across America, what that looks like on in our community. And that's just the harsh reality that we all gotta live with. You take the police vest off of them in the suits. You see this happen pretty frequently. Like that's 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 what we need to be finding resolutions to. Like you could try to find everything. So for anybody that has a lot to say, I think that's the most important part is like, why doesn't this catch our attention without the suits involved? Why isn't it of an importance without the suits involved? Why does it have to be somebody of a different ethnicity before we start to say, hey, we have a real issue? And the only thing I could really come from is that, you know, it has to be a proactive approach regardless if it is cops involved. And I feel like we get the better in our back by the media because they spend it, they drop it at prime primetime hours. They have the whole setup to where America's watching. But who's watching the who who's watching the neighborhoods that we're – actively involved in and go out and patronize businesses in, like, do we find this is that, inv- of that type of importance? Like, if you're gonna take the Jason Whitlock approach, what resolution do you have? Like, that's how I look at it is like, quit using these platforms to, you know, pander to your your, your people that you wanna, you know, line your pockets with advertisement. That was a perfect opportunity for you to really put it back in our lap to say, why don't we see this? These see these five black men? arrested on a normal day without them being police officers and realize that we still need to be in the cities and marching for the same cause because that's what it's going to take because they're not going to fix it they're going to lock our ass up pretty fast regardless of what you do or what profession but what 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 are we going to do as a resolution we understand the problem but what's what fixes it it ain't no one night thing is at the end of the day is is we we got to start somewhere with it so that, that that really pissed me off i'm like i'm thinking he going to come with some fire because I done heard some stuff that he said and some guests it. it was the wrong person. It was somebody to gaslight. But yeah, it's, yeah, it, gonna... If yeah, he
1: going to come with that, it'd be good for him to come to a resolution and say, you know what, due to this I'm going to make sure that I grab some single, uh, some some black boys that's raised by single black mothers in Nashville and I'm going to go through the hood and I'm going to link up uh, with Gideon's army and try to put together something for these black men and these black boys within the national neighborhood, and see what we can do. However, hey, and, I, I'm not saying he don't do that, but I will say this: if he was doing that, I've been unheard about it by now. And,
2: and you would be proud to speak on it because you would be a part of the resolution. You can't really just throw rocks at me and of say, but yeah, mouth it, it, is what
1: he's talking about.
2: exactly exactly." So it's like you you know that was. To me, I'm looking at it like if you're using that platform, if you're going to step on that stage, please come with some facts because there are people within any city that could be impacted by it. You could have highlighted that, like New Era, Detroit. There's people down here. It's like a lot of things that you could have used as an example of, hey, this is traumatic. My respect goes out to the family. I think this goes into what some of the things that I've spoke about is that we lack respect as black men. These are the type of things that we should be doing. But you... Gaslight and fit into the whole little narrative of whatever little plight that you have to try to say that about single black women, and I get it, but that that was now that's distasteful. So I had to speak on the disrespect because I can't just let that slide. I got that one too many times in the inbox on Supremely Black and personally. We had to address that. That was that was it. Yeah, I, yeah. Got, I got folks text me, Hey, your boy, your, yeah, your, boy, that's yeah. your friend,
1: ain't it? That's it for him, like, come on. But that's enough airtime for him. But this corporate crew that they have has been dismantled. Uh, They under fire again for breaking somebody's ribs. I think somebody else came forward and said they got treated bad one time, and they was able to survive a situation and go home uh, the same night. Um, So any police station that has a crew like this, I remember a long time ago we had made a conversation uh, on one one of our shows and the topic that came up about these police gangs. Well, Scorpion Crew can be considered as a, as a gang. It's a lot of other police stations where they have something similar to a Scorpion Crew, but these people off of other skin, and they got tattoos and everything else for beating up or killing unarmed, I'm not just going to say just black people, but people of color, and sometimes it's not people of color just to get in this gang at the police station. So I won't. I think somebody had came with a great idea in our our secret group, Uh, D. Rose, where he said the FBI or the TBI, whatever that state of burial investigation need to do, like a secret shopper, and and one of those people be pulled over by the police, maybe speed a little bit and see exactly how they are being treated, and, and that'll be some type of quota for the police so they can get that type of feedback and say, hey, this police officer stopped me. Some type of quality control amongst police stations or whatnot, which is not a bad idea. I'm not gonna say it's gonna end all of this, but it, I mean, it is it, not a bad idea if they would try that. You yep. see how that police officers are, are doing or whatnot. Um, but these gang units and these police stations got to stop. There are rumors going around that some of these officers um, or are in gangs. Don't know how true that allegedly. They are in gangs, and it was kind of like they do this for gang initiation. There's another rumor floating around that that he was messing with somebody's baby mama, and that was starting all of this as well. I would hope none of those – well, it don't even matter if any of those things are true, but it just makes it even worse if those two things are true. So we're going to just say alleged uh, at this point in time. Uh, somebody tried to bring up what fraternity they was in as well. I don't think that – I don't want to say the name of the fraternity because I know those brothers do good within the neighborhood, do good within communities. They do a lot of good stuff, so I don't know what that had to do with anything except for them making a the point, as you know how it is as a black brother and helping out other black brothers. Your job as being a part of the is in going to neighborhoods and lifting up younger black men to become successful
0: in life. Now- We don't have to mention what fraternity it was, but I think the reason why uh, that the fraternity was brought up was because it just shows in conjunction how much those brothers communicate. So therefore, when it comes to this situation and before they was uh, let off the police force or arrested, there was a level of communication between those three brothers who uh, shared frat that, Oh, okay, let's get our story together or let's do this. Or they was in uh cahoots on about what to do in order to better prepare themselves or to present themselves. And then not even with this situation, even with the other situation that you mentioned, like where the person had broken ribs or different things like that, to the to show the the, the basis of. They communicate on a regular basis outside of the police force and the things that they communicate aren't only about A, B, C, and D and some things intertwined. So the frat can intertwine with the job force and therefore they're communicating about some of their whole ass activities on the force within that chat. And so I think that's the only reason why that the frat was brought up is just to show that these things correspond and that they go hand in hand with each other. And so therefore, if you're checking uh, certain chats about or certain, if you're checking their text messages or if you're going through their phone records, go through the frat phone records because not only does just them three frat brothers within the force know, other frat might be privy to certain situations of some whole ass activities while they was on the job.
2: Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's what it was, you know. Uh, and I agree with that because that that just goes with the whole thing with the internal affairs and how things could be, you know, uh, conflicted. And that's that's why they had, they brought that up because I know the whole dealing with somebody's baby mama or you know exes that's alleged as a, a, a rumor. However, you know, it came from actual news source of that their phones were confiscated and they had other. Uh, videos of beatings and gang connections so I mean that's going to come out when they go to court but if that's the case like I was telling my people uh, you will look for the city of Memphis to be on fire with Ricos uh, because if them three have that type of information in their phone and other records of what's going on you can best believe that everybody is going to know about that and by name and who called orders and who does what I just think it's unfortunate that something as small as a police stop that led to all of this. But sometimes the unfortunate part of some of these situations is like the old folks say, what you do in the dark will come to the light. I think this is just one of the moments to where uh, it's probably going to be a, not a problem. It's going to be a lot more that's going to come out in regards to all five of them, what they had going on uh, professionally and internally in regards to whatever Whoever they pledged to, whatever they set was, etc. It's just unfortunate that at the end of all this, none of that can bring back that woman's, that 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 father's son, you know, that family member, brother, what, what have you. It's unfortunate that a, a, you know a young black man had to lose his life due to this. But I guess the silver lining, if you had to reach for such, is that. Memphis won't have to worry about the Scorpion unit anymore. And hopefully this could be a cleaning out of the bad seeds. And sometimes if we know what happens. It just, again, and I have to regenerate it, it just sucks. And it, it hurts that it, it, they look like us when we would think that we would get a fresh shake with it being some brothers that's in suits is how I look at it. And that's why I tell them, you know, I'm not cool with all of them. But, you know, for the ones I do salute and respect, that's what we look at. You know, I'm not expecting you to give me a pass if we're completely out of order but I do expect you to handle me the same professionalism that you would handle anybody else. And that's all we would ask for. But, you know, I I didn't see that in none of the videos. And, you know, it's just unfortunate, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. We ain't got enough time to even uh, speak Um, about the emotions and just what could have been. I'm not even gonna get into that because again, it's about Tyree, it's not about how we could police better. It's just really when it comes down to it is if this is what we face with, what's going to be our resolution? Because we're very aware of what the problem is. Ain't no question of what the problem is. What's going to be the resolution? Uh, Right.
1: A few things that I'm done with it. One, uh, at the age they are at, this is like if there was allegedly gang activity, you are too old to be out here being initiated doing gang. Like this is 14, 15, 60. You shouldn't be in your mid-20s, almost about to be 30, doing gang initiation type stuff. What? where is your mind at? Who is controlling you? Like, what 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 type of mess is that? Like, and even if they was raised by, once again. I never mind, I ain't gonna get at the table because they don't even make no damn sense. Um, second, I don't want I don't want no coochie that good. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want nothing so good. Where if we break up and the dudes start messing with you, I'm like, I got to kill you know, I got to get my get back. I don't want, I don't, look, I don't want, it, bro, I don't want nothing that good that have me acting like. It. Third thing is, uh, I hope that at the end of this, what what does come out of this one, we got rid of this Scorpion Gang unit. I hope that uh, investigation units within the police station will start looking up, see if there's other patterns of other gang units. Uh, within the department and get rid of those. Uh, the next thing I hope as black people, we take a, we put a mirror and look ourselves in the eye and realize that we got to do better. It makes no sense that five men that look like me would kill another black man that look like me over some nonsense. I just hope that this puts a mirror on us. I just hope this 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 brings awareness to everybody else that we can stop the gang violence. When we stop the police violence amongst each other. Police violence, period. And a whole bunch of other things uh, can be stopped. Uh, and we put that mirror up to ourselves and make sure that that we take care of and uplifting each other. I try my best to try to, you know, listen to positive things in the morning. I try my best to look at, listen to stories. Um, there were black men and black people was uplifting themselves, taking care of each other, which we still do. Which we still do. I don't want to make it seem like we don't. But, you know, that don't get the headlines or anything like that. they rather promote that 15 people got shot somewhere other than letting them know that somebody's putting together a, a YMCA for all black men and teaching them how to do resumes and teach them, giving them summer jobs. Or that uh, one thing that Deion Sanders and Steve Harvey has been known for is taking people down to their farms or down to their ranches and bringing black men down there and spending time with them. Uh, for, for a couple of weeks that don't get the news feed that it ought to get as well. Uh, so hopefully we can take a look within ourselves and, and take care of each other and make sure we got each other back. And no, was said,
0: and, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Spirit. I was just gonna say, definitely it starts with us and uh, we got to do the work that's needed. But again, the other thing about it is I don't want to diminish the work that we are doing The thing with that is the way that mass media works, it doesn't put the spotlight on us. So then therefore the great works that we are doing aren't going to be exploited or aren't going to be advertised and broadcasted to the, to the magnitude that they should be. But that doesn't mean that we need to stop doing the work. And that was all I was going to say.
2: Yeah. And major salute because anybody that's, that's listening to this, whether you catch it, your audio version, or you catch it on youtube man when we post this on social media you make sure once you hear this part of it uh just tag whomever that you know for a fact whether it's an individual or a group no no matter what just tag the city that they're in if they have a social media handle tell them we would love to speak with them i don't care where they're at um, we would love to speak with them so we can do our due diligence to make sure that you are who you say you are in regards to the impact that you're actually having on your city, and you're having, you know, good positive motion. Uh, so when you hear this part of it, make sure you just, you know, tag it. We'll put it on social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, things like that. But let us know where you're at, what city you, what you're doing in the city, and we would love to tap in with you. you. Know if you're vocal and you want to be seen, we got a platform for you, so you can come up and actually speak about some of the things that you may be seeing that's going on within your community that you're helping. In a positive light, because I would love for us to do that. Uh, we ain't gonna charge you nothing, none of that. We just want you to come on and just shed your light on what you're doing, how we can help, how we can help. Meaning, not just the podcast, but as black men, as black women within the community that's actually trying to, you know, impact things from a resolution perspective. Because again, not to sound like a broken record, but we we're aware of what the problem is, but what are we gonna, how are we gonna fix it? So when you hear this part, tap in with us, hit us in the DM. We would love to speak with you. Love to get your message out there so other people can either chime in and help if you have a nonprofit, uh, launching your own podcast, whatever you want to do. We ain't the biggest, but we can be depending on how we work with each other. So uh just tap in and let me know something. Let us know something. That's it, Flake, if you got your... Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, I got my Supreme Black People of the Week. It is... Black History Month, but you know, Supreme Black Podcasts come with a little bit of black history every single episode. Um, today, we're going to speak about the fifth Jubilee Singers. They are Supreme mm-hmm. Black People of the Week, whether you was part of the Fisk Jubilee Singers back in 1875 or you are part of the Jubilee Singers as of today uh, at Fisk University. They are, if you don't know about the Jubilee Singers, they are African American, uh, Capella Ensemble. Consistent of students at Fisk University. The first group was organized in 1871 and they did a tour uh, to raise funds for the college. They went as far as being in England and before England and Europe and performing uh, late in the 19th century. They sung songs that what we call today is being Negro spirituals. And they sing they sung these Negro spirituals all across the country. and, And you see also They was able to go overseas and do that as well um, back in the day. Now, one thing that I like to get straight, they say Nashville is music city. And they say Nashville, a lot of people think Nashville is music city because of the country stars that come through here. And there's a couple record labels here for country music stars. And we have a lot of country music stars that do live in the city. You go downtown, you will see people trying to make it. By having that guitar and singing songs, you'll see people down there playing the drums. You'll see people singing a cappella on the street. Nashville was called Music City due to the fifth Jubilee Saints. Let's get the record straight on that. They sung so good and so well that, that, that the Queen of England said, well, let me get that correct. It might not have been the Queen either. It was somebody over in Europe, but they don't even matter to me. Let me tell you this. Then when they went overseas and something, they said, these people sing so great, they got to be from a music city. And once they came back, word spread, and then Nashville is being known as music city. It ain't got nothing to do with country music. It ain't got nothing to do with the country music, how famous here, to see CMAs to come here, or none of that. You can credit that to the black singers of Fisk University that is known as the Jubilee Singles. I have visited fish University a numerous amount of times. I've been in the Jubilee Hall. It's a great portrait of him up there. It's beautiful, and it's beautiful, and it's beautiful. So shout out to our Fish Jubilee Singles. You are supremely black people of the week. Hey, shout out,
2: shout out, man. And I uh, appreciate that information, man. I never never knew that. If you, you know, I'd have thought it was based off the, uh, you know, CMAs and all that. Hunker nah, golf
1: books ain't got nothing to do with it. Okay. So <laughs> to the,
2: Ju- God, Bruce the straight
1: no reason. My bad,
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and shout out to the Jubilee <laughs> sisters, though. I mean, that's that's Jubilee singers. Excuse me, that's dope, man, for real. I yeah some black and some men in there
1: too, man.
2: Yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Salute, salute. For our supremely black business of the week, we're gonna keep it uh short, sweet, and real. It is the New Era Nation. Uh, the first in our generation to define what day-to-day organization looks like in the Black communities worldwide. You can follow them at New Era Nation 817. You can also follow them at their website, www.newerraworld.work. And uh, that's who we got. So they got a a Chicago chapter, a Detroit chapter, and I want to say – I don't know what the eight one seven uh stands for, because I know eight one seven is area code out here, but I don't think it was uh founded or established out here. But uh I know for a fact that they have a Detroit and a uh Chicago chapter. And so uh New Era World, a New Era Nation, and uh just salute to them brothers and everything that they're doing in the communities of our people.
2: Yeah, they uh had a meeting down here in Houston, so I don't know if they're coming to Houston or they may be going to the DFW area. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't because both of those right now are hotbed for the youngins. so major may just salute to them. Uh, I'd actually tapped in with them and was going to link up with them. I had caught COVID, so uh, I didn't I didn't pop out. But yeah, they definitely was down there, and I was going to you know link up with them. They had like a little meet and greet, and uh, I think it was the third or fifth ward in Houston uh, to just kind of get some community people out that's, that's working, so I'm pretty sure they probably on their way to Texas for sure,
0: but okay, no, no, no. Cool. I I just found it, so I I don't know where their founding chapter is, but I'm guessing it's new uh Detroit because it's the Detroit. First one. No,
2: they from Detroit, yeah, they from Detroit.
0: So we got New Era Detroit, you got New Era RVA, and I don't know if that's uh the Virginia area or whatever, but RVA they got New Era Cleveland, they got New Era uh Long Beach LBC. New Era Philadelphia, New Era DMV, New Era uh, Chicago, New Era Las Vegas, New Era Miami, New Era Dallas, and New Era Baltimore, New Era Atlanta, New Era uh, Nigeria, and New Era Birmingham. And those are all the chapters that they have. So they got quite a few chapters and they doing big things. Again, I don't know what that RVA stands for, but uh oh well I do know what it stands for, but I don't know why RVA, but uh it's the seven five seven area. So Newport News, uh Virginia Beach, uh Hampton, uh all of that area and all of that stuff. So
2: yeah, major sound like to them brothers, man. Yes, sir. All
1: right, for all our queens out there. Whether you a single mother or not, you out there, you done took 10 cents, done rubbed that thing to $15, done made a meal, you done did everything for all the single mothers out there that ain't struggling, doing the best they can to get their kids in school, that, that are paid for college, that done did their damn thing for all the single mothers out there that are CEOs, CFOs, on your own business, entrepreneurs, police chiefs, uh, you working at the fire department. You the head manager at Burger King. I don't care where you at. For all our single mothers out there and all our black queens, put your crown on. Tilt that thing to the side and let them know you are a queen. For all our kings out there, we down a 1,000 points for that bullshit we pulled in Memphis. Put your crown on. Tilt that thing to the side and let them know you are a king. And we got each other back. We are supremely black. And we are.